Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 670, air date July 15th, 2020. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. We're a little bit late today. I was out campaigning, so we're going to wait a little bit as people join in. It is uh, 10 of 11 and here in Cambridge. So we're going to wait until people call in. Good to see everyone um, coming in. Today, we're going to talk about the power of negative ions and why it's really important uh, that we get out to the beach and the oceans and how much value that they have for our immune system. Uh, as many of you know, um, yesterday, I talked about the fact that I am uh, willing to have an open scientific forum with Tony Fauci. Uh, and I've invited him to come to Cambridge, Massachusetts at MIT uh, in Kendall Square, which is really the center of all of science and technology of the world. So we could have an open discussion to talk about um, his quote unquote science about the benefits of mask wearing, about social distancing and lockdowns and my uh, molecular system science of why I believe those things actually are harmful to the immune system. So I've invited him and I promise that from now until September 1st, every day, come hell or high water, I'm going to be doing at least one video to educate you on various things uh, surrounding the immune system. So we have people calling in uh, North Texas, Piscataway, New Jersey. I remember Piscataway grew up there. Trinidad, Illinois, Philippines, um, Virginia Beach. Hi. Hello, everyone. California, uh, Ohio, Michigan, India, uh, Wales. Jen, you may want to put some of those people in. Uh, we have um, Winnipeg, Canada, Scotland, uh, Virginia, Australia, Seattle, Michigan again, San Diego, Florida, Atlanta, Pennsylvania, Pensacola, Florida. This is awesome. Um, so as people are Turkey, that's a new one. Uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, New Zealand. Good to have friends from there again. Washington, Minneapolis. Hello, everyone. Boston, uh, Susie Ohanesian. Um, great to have you. Minneapolis, Minnesota, Las Vegas, um, Sarahville, New Jersey, Wayland, Massachusetts. Hi, Susie. Good to have you on. Where else? Um, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Let's see. Massachusetts. Hi, Alicia. Um, remember, for those of you uh, logging in, wherever you are in the world, um, remember, we have I'm running for United States Senate. The election is September 1st, 2020, what's called a primary election. We must win that. We win that. Then we have the general elections we go into. So everyone, wherever you are, whether you're in New Zealand or Australia or Europe or in Massachusetts or outside, particularly those people outside of Massachusetts and elsewhere, tell your friends, friends, or your friends, friends, friends who know someone in Massachusetts that they have to vote for Shiva for Senate. So get the word out. And it's very interesting because we'll be out on the street and someone will say, my friend in Colombia told me about you. So the, uh, it, it works. So please keep doing that. But anyway, Northern California, Tennessee, uh, Canada, et cetera. So anyway, um, we're about uh, 1,100, 1,200 people on, so we'll wait a little more. But today was a really good day because I also sent a tweet to the president uh, telling him that, you know, we're, we've invited uh, Tony Fauci to Massachusetts on July 29th at high noon, hopefully comes. And we should really settle this matter 
of this fear mongering, the mask wearing, the social distancing and the lockdowns. This is all based in my view and the, the reality of science on a fake science. And based on fake science, we've manipulated billions of people and lockdowns and governments. In my view, that's being, it's actually a rationalization for much more insidious reasons. Um, but that's what's being put forward. And that's why it's important for someone like me who's actually studied science. Uh, in fact, this is my field. I'm considered one of the experts in the world on the immune system in biological engineering to expose these guys. So um, today we're gonna really talk about one aspect of the, uh, an action that everyone should do, it's summertime. I, I know in other parts of the world it is and like New Zealand and Australia, but when the sun comes out um, uh, and when we go to the beach and the ocean, these uh, activities generate what are called, or those phenomenon generate what are called high density of negative ions. Negative doesn't mean negative, it actually is quite positive. Negative ions are extremely healthy for the immune system and a number of other things. So I'm gonna walk you through why that's true. So to arm you with the fact that going out to the beach, going out to the ocean, in fact, going out to nature and these kinds of things are extremely beneficial to boosting the immune system. That's what we're gonna go over today. Um, so, uh, and again, this is in a series. I've done many of these on Im immune boosting, but my commitment between now until the election is to make sure that we're arming people that in someone like me, you have someone who's going to really be promoting the immune system. Now, why is the immune system important? Well, you know, I just got a new iPhone. And one of the things you'll see in the iPhone is that, you know, they have new operating systems. Well, the operating system is really the guts of not only the iPhone or a machine, but it's the guts of you. And the operating system of you is the immune system. Your immune system, think about it as a core. All the other systems are interrelated to the immune system, the cardiovascular system, you know, the neural system, everything. So if your immune system is in good shape, it really proliferates throughout your body. In many ways, all diseases can be traced back down to some dysfunction and weakening of the immune system. So our goal, common sense people's goals who don't wanna get fooled by this fake science should be to focus on boosting the immune system by any means necessary. I've talked about the importance of building community. When you're around good people and you sing and you dance and you hang out together with good friends, you boost your immunity. You lower inflammation, you boost antimicrobials. Vitamin D boosts immunity. Vitamin A from the green leafy vegetables. Vitamin D, by the way, from the sun or supplements boosts immunity. A zinc, iodine, and vitamin C, all these things are important. There's many things. So let me uh, start. I put together a, uh, a slide deck here, so let's begin. Uh, let me start this application window. So uh, many of you know that one of the things that I've been involved with most of my life uh, is creating the future. And that's what, and I think that's what all of us yearn to do. We yearn to use our innovation, our creative skills to really create the future. And I think that's what this is about. Uh, some of you may know when I was a kid, I invented the first email system. And if you can go to the, if you want to go to my personal website, vashiva.com, you can see all the different activities I'm doing. But when I was a kid, I built the first email system. Uh, this is not simple text messaging, um, which is what Wikipedia purposely has gotten wrong. I'm talking about the system, inbox, outbox, folders, the entire inner office mail system. I converted the electronic version, the first one to do that, called it email, got the first US copyright before I came to MIT. Never talked about it, but six years ago, seven years ago, went into the Smithsonian 
an article was written in Time Magazine, but you can go study more about it. There's actually no controversy. I created the system as we know today. Um, you also know that I'm trying to do something innovative also when I'm running for US Senate. I, I, think, I don't think any politician has run for Senate by doing scientific lectures and using that to educate people and galvanizing people around a message of truth, freedom, and health. And that's what our campaign really is about. And, and if you have a chance, if you take a little bit of time and you go to our website for the campaign, which is shivaforsenate.com, one of the things you'll find that's very cool about this campaign, as I mentioned, it's at shivanumeral4senate.com, that our campaign is really about truth, freedom, and health. Now, health, I will talk about is really the foundation of pursuing happiness. If you're not strong and you're not healthy, you can't pursue truth. You really can't pursue freedom. So the foundations of getting there, we need freedom, the ability to exercise our rights, because from that ability, we can really do real science, not fake science that people like Fauci and the CDC and the academic establishment have gotten now in the habit of doing. But with freedom, we can explore real science and get to truth. And with truth, we can really understand what is actually good for our health. Are masks good for our health or is it better to go to the beach? Social distancing good for our health or is it better to go to a church service, you know? Um, and with health, we can fight for our freedom. Um, those of you who, who are in the United States and want to support the campaign, we get a lot of people wanting to make phone calls. You can volunteer for the campaign. You can also donate to the campaign. If you're outside of the United States, you can't. But those of you in the United States who donate to our campaign, one of my strongest goals in, in the journey of doing this campaign is to teach you how systems work, complex systems. So if you donate um, 25 or more, very small amount, you receive this great book I wrote called System and Revolution. I'll teach you system science in about 108 pages. And then I'll give you access to a tool where you can practice a theory of system science to understand how your body is a system. Now, many of you outside of the United States have said, Dr. Shiva, we know we can't support your campaign for legal reasons, but we do want to get access to this. For those of you who want to do that, simply go to yourbodyyoursystem.com. And it's a website where you can also, if you're outside of the United States, you can get access to these tools, um, you know, the book and the tools. But one of the really cool things about this product that I built, took me about 20 years to build the theory and the science is you answer a set of questions and there are three principles in system science, transport, conversion, and storage. And you can use this to really understand what kind of system you are, that's a red dot, how your system may be dysfunctional or disturbed from where it likes to behave, the red dot, the black dot, where it's dysfunctional, and how the inputs of food, exercise, et cetera, can bring you back to you. So those of you, whether you're outside, if you're outside of the United States, go to your body, your system. Those of you in the United States, um, and you want to support the campaign, go there. So I don't really like to take anything without giving something back, as I've talked before. So that's what the campaign uh, website's about. By the way, those of you who want to volunteer and you're outside anywhere in the world, you can volunteer and you can help us make phone calls. Simply go to volunteer. It's one of the big things we need. Just fill out our form right here and you can say, I would like to make phone calls for Dr. Shiva. You can do other things, but this is something we need. Anyway, that's a important aspect of what you're doing for, what we're doing for our campaign um, getting back to uh, uh, the discussion here on the negative ions um, separate from running for US Senate I also run three different companies one of them is called Cytosol which some of you may have heard of Cytosol 
is a technology that came out of my PhD work at MIT, which was a long journey of my effort in health starting as a kid in India who had a great grandmother who actually, you know, who uh, was a traditional healer in the village, but she, you know, she never charged for that. She worked 16 hours a day in the fields. But my journey over many years led to my PhD at MIT where I created this very powerful technology called Cytosol, which actually allows us to use a computer to understand complex molecular phenomenon without killing animals. And we've discovered many, many new discoveries with Cytosol, plus how natural products, natural things, can, can help your body as well as how chemicals can hurt your body. So that's what Cytosol is about. Um, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about it. And what, you, what Cytosol uh, really it came out of was looking at the inefficient way that the uh, drug development process works. If you know anything about the pharmaceutical model, the way they build a drug is first they find a sink. By the way, a drug is not an herb. It's not food. A drug is something that doesn't typically occur in nature. It is a synthetic chemical that has never occurred in nature and they make it. And it's typically one molecule. Uh, that when they find such a molecule, they typically, if they wanna say, hey, we think we've discovered something that helps in cancer, they'll literally first test it in a test tube that's called in vitro. They'll take that molecule, put it, let's say, watch a bunch of cancer cells. They say, oh, it looks like it's killing it. Then they'll go raise money. Then they'll go kill a bunch of, unfortunately, animals, uh, you know, dogs and rats and pigs, whatever. They kill the animals uh, and they test the drug on the animals. That takes about six, seven years just to do that process. If they can prove to the FDA that it's not going to be toxic to humans, they're allowed to go to phase one, phase two, phase three human trials. Now, here's the interesting thing. 20% of stuff, even in the first phase of human trials, fails. I mean, I mean, 80% fails, only 20% make it out of there, which means this entire initial process, it doesn't work well. In addition, what they found is that it takes around $5 billion, 13 years, okay, to do this very expensive, very time consuming. And by the way, the drugs that come out of there only work for 10% of the people that they claim to work for and have lots of side effects. And you can actually sue pharmaceutical companies if they don't work. You can't do that to vaccine manufacturers. Thank you to the Kennedys who put that in place. It's a whole nother story. But what's happening in the pharmaceutical industry is that year over year spending in R&D, right? They keep spending more and more money to do this. And they're actually getting less and less new drugs allowed by the FDA. So the pharmaceutical industry, believe it or not, for pharma is failing. And no one, that this is why they're pushing vaccines. The pharmaceutical industry, they spend more and more and more money on this very inefficient process and they're finding less and less new drugs, okay? So now in 2003, something very interesting occurred in biology that was quite profound, and this is what motivated me to coming back to MIT. What happened was the Genome Project uh, had just ended in 2003, and what they discovered from the Genome Project, if you look right here, was that we actually have the, the same number of genes as a worm. When the, when the Genome Project started, the assumption was we had about 100,000 genes. Well, when it ended, it turns out we only have around 20,000 genes. So that means just because you have more genes doesn't mean you're different than a worm. It's how those genes and the proteins are interconnected. So in 2003, relative to science, it's a new field. It led to a field called systems biology, which said we have to connect 
not only the genes, but to the proteins uh, and all different other tissues and cells to understand the whole body. In many ways, what Eastern medicine was doing for thousands of years. That led into the understanding that if we want to do this, we got to really look beyond just a nucleus here, which is on the right here. We got to look at the whole cell. Imagine trying to understand all the molecular interactions in the cell. And imagine trying to mathematically model that on the computer. Because if you could do that, all those chemical reactions, and remember pieces of them are out there, then you could theoretically understand, uh, use a computer to understand what's going on now. So that's what I got very interested in. I was in the middle of running one of my other uh, fifth or sixth companies, um, uh, took time off to come back to MIT to do my PhD. And the goal was, this is by the way, a simple chemical reaction. You're looking at how chemical A reacts with chemical B to get chemical C. If you go to many of the scientific, if you read a scientific paper, this will be one, this is considered a biological pathway, a discovery. Someone may have spent their entire life doing to just make that one discovery of that molecular pathway. So there's thousands of these, hundreds of thousands of these pathways in the literature. These pathways are starting to become converted to these mathematical models. And the idea is if you could, first of all, find those pathways, convert them to models and interconnect those models, you could then voila, model very complex things like you know, a whole cell. Uh, this was seen as an impossible problem, very much like uh, when I was creating email, it was thought, thought of as impossible. Anyway, I took this on and the end result was I created a new technology called Cytosolve. And Cytosolve said, instead of trying to do this in one big massive uh, problem, which you can't do, let's take it into smaller problems, individual models. And I wrote some very powerful technology, mathematics uh, on the computer, which could connect these pathways. And that resulted in Cytosolve. So Cytosolve is really a technology which enables a truth, freedom and health because we can take a topic like cancer or Alzheimer's. Uh, we've actually, for example, used Cytosol to model pancreatic cancer on the computer. And we discovered a dual combination drug that we got allowed by the FDA. And we did this as a fun exercise. I don't really care about pharma, but pharma is considered the gold standard. So if you play with the big guys and you can do better than them, then I can go help the entire natural products industry. And that's what we've done. So that's Cytosol, and this was our first paper. But what Cytosol can fundamentally do, you take a topic, negative air ions, or is vitamin D good? We can find all the papers in that, distill it down to the molecular pathways, put them together in Cytosol, and then come with conclusions. This is not cherry picking. We take everything in a field. And what Cytosol really allows us to do is not just look at a single compound, but we can look at multiple compounds and notice where modeling everything before we even do testing on uh, you know, humans or animals, et cetera. So it's a very powerful way to use existing knowledge to use a computer. And by the way, this is how we build airplanes, right? We don't simply throw pilots in airplanes or do wind tunnel. We do everything on the computer. That's what Cytosol is. So give you an example. Of, uh, this is a fun example. When I grew up in India, if, if you guys have a mortar and pestle at home, you know, when you mix combinations, that's what those uh, healers do. They look at you, they, my grandmother would figure out what was right for you, then she'd mix combinations and, and then she'd give you that formulation. So with side, now if you ask people, well, how does that work? They can't fully explain it. This is why the quote unquote Fauci's and the MDs, Western trained poo-poo that they said, oh, this stuff must not work because they can't explain it. 
But with Cytosol, we're actually able to bridge east and west. So in this example that I'm showing you, here's someone mixing something together. Now, some of you may know that uh, I'm gonna look at, the, let's say combining two uh, things like turmeric. Let's say you're having a nice Indian meal where there's a lot of curry. Curry contains turmeric, which is an herb, and you're having a glass of, let's say, red wine. How do those actually combine in your body? Well, Cytosol helps us figure that out. Um, turmeric uh, is an herb, which is actually, a, it's not an herb, it's actually, to be specific, it's a rhizome, it's a part of a root, and it's one of the most widely used herbs in India. Now, turmeric is getting a lot of play here, and the reason is about 15, 20 years ago, people found out that Indians across, you know, when you look at Asia, China, India, Mongolia, all of those areas, Pakistan, Indians in India had one third less liver cancer, one third less liver cancer uh, than even Chinese. And that was because of the active ingredient in curcumin and turmeric called curcumin. And people have also found, for example, Italians who, you know, uh, take wine, the skin of those red grapes as resveratrol, which also has, let's say, anti-inflammatory and anti-cancerous properties. So what I wanted to do is to find out well, what happens when you combine them to prove the value of them. So using Cytosol, we literally mined every paper written on curcumin. And what you're seeing here is the mathematical and a, a model that we set up in a graphical way. So this outer circle is a cell wall. This inner circle is a nuclear wall. Curcumin is the active ingredient in turmeric, the yellow one. And you're seeing all the red. And by the way, all these little balls and stick diagrams are all the molecules and those chemical reactions involved in inflammation in your body. You don't want inflammation occurring when you don't really need it. Good inflammation is, you know, you get injured, the white blood cell, that, you know, the body does inflammation at the right time. But if you just have inflammation taking place all the time, that's one of the precursors for cancer. But what we're showing here is we mined all those papers, extracted all those molecular pathways, put them together. No one ever had done this. And we're looking at all the places that curcumin, the red line inhibits bad, you know, things for your body. So for example, on the right here, uh, what you'll notice here is curcumin stops this particular chemical reaction, which is the same chemical reaction that ibuprofen stops. Okay, Advil. But curcumin does it in a much more uh, long-term way without any of the side effects uh, because it hit, hitting a bunch of uh, pathways. So this is the effects of curcumin and we can mathematically model that. Uh, I hope I'm making sense. So we took all the papers written on curcumin, found them, extracted them, and with Cytosol mathematically modeled all these to understand how much curcumin would lower inflammation. Then what we did was we said, okay, let's do the same for resveratrol, which is in the skin of red grapes, um, in wine. Uh, and um, we're looking at all the pathways that, that resveratrol hits. And, and then what happens when you combine them? By the way, pharmaceutical companies really can't do this well, right? But with Cytosol and the computer, we can do that. So what you're seeing here, there's four columns here. Using Cytosol, I can run mathematical biochemical experiments without the need to kill animals. So what you were seeing here is there are four experiments are running on Cytosol. In the first experiment, I'm giving no curcumin, no resveratrol, and I'm simulating high inflammation. This is called a cytokine. You've heard of the cytokine storm, okay? So I'm simulating the cytokine storm, high inflammation, 0.15. Then I just give curcumin five units, notice what happens. That cytokine storm comes down. 
no resveratrol. Then I just give resveratrol, same thing, 0.15 to 0.06. Resveratrol is good, but not as good as curcumin. And, and then what happens when I give a combination? Now look at what's going on here. I'm not giving the total amount. I'm giving a little bit of curcumin, 60% less than the full dosage. And here, 40%, I'm sorry, 40% less than the full dosage. Here, 60% less than the full dosage of resveratrol. But look what happens. It drops even more, nearly 200% more. So look at that. So this is a point of why food is medicine. Because when you combine a lot of little things, it has what's called an ensemble effect, like going to an orchestra, a combination effect, okay? So I hope this is making sense. So Cytosol allows us to do this very powerful kind of stuff. So what I'm gonna share with you is how we're, so we looked at negative air ions. And remember, my, my goal here is to really teach all of us how we can take control of our health. So we don't stop, so and also arm us politically. So it's really interesting, health and politics are coming together. Very profound thing in human history. And to me, it's exciting because my whole life has been waiting for this moment. But let's talk about negative air ions politically, as well as from a health standpoint. And what you're gonna learn is negative air ions are an immune booster, but there are also more other things you're gonna learn. So what is an ion? Okay, what is an ion? So if you remember basic chemistry, if you take a neutral atom, right? And if the atom, so all atoms in nature, if you take the periodic table, all atoms have a certain number of neutrons, a certain amount of electrons and protons, okay? Um, you know, carbon has different uh, number of uh, neutrons, electrons and protons than let's say oxygen does and so on. Now, for any particular atom, if it loses an electron, right? That means there's an imbalance, it'll have more of a positive charge, that's called a cation, okay? If that same atom loses, gains an electron, then it becomes an anion, okay? So an ion is an atom, just or a molecule, that has either gained an electron or lost an electron. So you can have a positive ion, which is called a cation, or you can have a negative ion, which is called an anion. So again, the gain of an electron creates a negative ion called an anion, and the loss of an electron creates a positive ion called a cation, okay? So you can say positive cat, if you wanna remember that, and negative an, okay? Anions, cations. Again, some of you may have learned this in chemistry. So that's what an ion is, when an atom or a molecule from its natural state loses an electron or gains an electron. Very simple, okay? Anyway, you learned about three months of chemistry right there, okay? Now, air, the air that's around me in this room is composed of, air is composed of all sorts of big molecules, nitrogen, oxygen, carbon dioxide, and those molecules can lose or gain an electron. When they gain an electron, they become anions, okay, or negative ions. So how does that happen? Well, um, for example, if you take natural negative air ions, you have NO2 minus, right? CO3 minus, these are gaining um, an electron, okay? Or, or So what's going on here is air molecules can do this when they pick up a negative charge from various energy sources, and listen carefully. So you have air in its, let's say in its pure state, right? Which is no, you know, all the molecules are not picking up or releasing 
you know, uh, electrons, but that's not the, the real, normal condition. The reality is air is interacting with other energies. Well, those energy interactions result in electrons, right? As we talked about here, electrons uh, either going into the molecules, the gaining of electrons, anion, or the loss of electrons. So you have this activity of air molecules with the natural environment. So what is the natural environment? Well, you have electromagnetic radiation, cosmic rays coming from space. You have UV light from the sun. You have lightning, okay? These are all forms of electromagnetic radiation in nature, okay? You also have mechanical energy in nature, the crashing of waves, you know, ocean tides, fast moving water, like at a waterfalls or thunder. Well, that energy, at, because you have physically movement, rapid movement, you know, what is mechanical waves, right? It's literally, you know, movement of air at a very fast uh, speeds or, or electromagnetic radiation. When those energies take place, guess what? You can form negative ions, okay? So this is why it's interesting when you look at beaches and oceans. So waterfalls are beautiful because waterfalls actually... They, if you're around waterfalls, you get a lot of negative air ions. Um, if you're around ocean tides, you get negative air ions. UV light, the sun gives you negative air ions. And what's great about beaches and oceans, look at it. They have a combination of many of these things. They're high density of negative ions. Let me go to this. Oops, I'm not sharing this here. So ocean waves have high density of negative ions, okay? Because they have ocean tides, mechanical force, crashing waves, fast moving water, and UV light, all the things that, so there's a combination of electromagnetic radiation that you get when you go to the beach and you get mechanical energy, pretty much all of these things. You don't get thunder, but the first three. So just look at this for a second. Beaches and oceans are a high density of negative ions, okay? High density of negative ions, you go to the beach, you're basically filled with negative ions, more than you would just get at a waterfall. Again, waterfalls are beautiful. That's when you go to them, you feel that because there's high density of negative ions, all right, from the movement of the water. But the beach has some of the most highest density of negative air ions, all right? So what? why is this good? Why is this good? So let's discuss that. Let's go through that. Well, first of all, there's three things, at least three things, but these are the ones I wanna cover. Negative air ions, NAIs, are good for cardiovascular health. They're good for mood and behavior and immune health. Now, if you've been sitting at home all throughout the winter with this nonsense lockdowns, well, you're, you know, you start slowing down, right? Your blood pressure may go up for people. If you're not moving, you know, you're going to have circulation issues. Well, negative air ions actually help circulation we'll hear. Mood and behavior, negative air ions really boost your you know, mood, you know, really get you out of depression. We're going to talk about that. And then negative air ions help immune health. Now, people have been social distancing. People have been told to stay home. There's a, 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 a very big part of the population which can get depressed. They can get sad and that can really affect their mood behavior. And then when they get sad, they go on antidepressants. And I did a whole video on this. More antidepressants, those antidepressants suppress your immune health. It's pretty awful. So when we look at this here, let's start with cardiovascular benefits. So one of the things that negative air ions do, by the way, remember, cardiovascular 
poor cardiovascular health, let me just take an aside, poor cardiovascular health is a pre-existing condition, high blood pressure, for those of the people who get immunocompromised, okay? So the people who were had COVID, you know, had pre-existing conditions. One was, you know, obesity, you know, not good blood flow, high blood pressure, et cetera. But one of the really powerful things about uh, negative air ions is NAIs improve red blood cell deformability and aerobic metabolism. Why is deformability? So if you look at a red blood cell, as it's moving, you know, you know, through one of these capillaries here, okay? As it's moving through these capillaries, the more, you know, these capillaries change in size, the more it can deform, bend and change. Um, that means the blood can flow better. That's looking at one RBC, one red blood cell. So deformability is extremely informant for, for it to be able to squeeze through those capillaries. If your red blood cells are stiff and they can't deform, you're not gonna have as good circulation, not as good cardiovascular health. So negative air ions make your red blood cells more flexible, more deformable. So that's a very, very powerful thing for cardiovascular health, which is you know extremely supportive of immune health because you're in good, uh, your blood is flowing well, it supports your immune system. Now, negative air ions affect the vagus nerve. Now the vagus nerve is important because that nerve actually helps lower blood pressure and it improves heart function. So negative air ions are having a very positive, you know, from a neurochemical effect, because remember these are ions, which have electromagnetic properties also. It's a, it's a different uh, electrochemical properties that really affect the vagus nerve. So they help lower blood pressure and improve heart function. So uh, better heart function, you obviously have better pumping of blood, which supports the immune system. So those are two very important things, right? Deformability of the red blood cells, which supports aerobic metabolism, and they lower blood pressure, okay? Someone says, Massachusetts needs you, thank you. Um, we need us, guys, we need to win, by the way, a quick aside, um, those of you know, I'm running for United States Senate in Massachusetts, we gotta win this election. The election is September 1st, we gotta win this. Um, number two, you know, with all the social distancing, um, people not being allowed to go to churches, people staying in their homes, people having to wear masks, people feeling like they're doing something wrong. Well, guess what's happening? People's moods and behaviors uh, have been affected significantly. You can't go exercise, all these things. So negative air ions have been shown to positively affect the signaling of serotonin. Now, what is serotonin? Serotonin is one of the most important uh, neurotransmitters that really helps you know keep depression at bay. If your serotonin levels are not at the appropriate levels, you're gonna get seriously depressed. We had one of our volunteers in our campaign, his wife, when she came from Germany, felt so isolated from all her family 40 years ago that she got very depressed. That was 40 years ago. Anyway, she started making new friends, connected with people, all that went away. Well, when this COVID, fear-mongering nonsense took place. She had to stay home. She couldn't go see friends. She couldn't play bridge. She couldn't go swimming with her friends. Guess what happened to her? She got seriously depressed, had to go on antidepressant medications. That's the, that's the health issues that this fear-mongering has caused. Well, the good news is that when you really look at negative air ions, 
which you can get high density levels at the beaches, guess what they do? They positively affect the signaling of serotonin, positively affect it. And that boosts you, you know, in a positive way, gets you out of depression. It also, you may have heard of what's called seasonal affective disorder, SAD. You know, people above the Northern 37th parallel were all prone to this. If you don't get out and you don't have friends and you, you know, particular people place in Alaska and Finland and the Arctic people get this. But again, the negative air ions is very, very valuable for, you know, improving that. The final thing is the uh, negative air ions really support neural function. You know, the firing of everything that's going on. So they support cognition. And if you can think clearly, right, you can now make good decisions for yourself. And if you're not depressed, then you're going to go exercise and do other things, which are very important for the immune system. So those are the cardiovascular health and the mood behavior are very closely aligned to the immune system. But let's talk to a couple of things directly, what affects the immune health and our negative air ions help. Uh, first of all, quick review of the immune system. This was the old model of the immune system that Fauci bases vaccines on. As many of you know, and I'm considered a leading guy in the world on the immune system. Six months ago in November, I was asked to deliver the distinguished lecture at the National Science Foundation. This is, you know, a, a pretty huge prestigious event. In fact, it was called the Prestige Lecture. I was asked to deliver the lecture on the modern theory of the immune system, which I did. And as a part of that, I also shared why one size fits all medicine doesn't make sense, giving everyone vaccines. And it's a room full of 200 scientists and engineers. Everyone got it. There was no controversy. But part of what I discussed in that was that the model of the immune system that is used to push top-down medicine is this two-compartment model. You have the innate immune system where pathogen comes in. That's all the stuff in the, the innate immune system is when you get a virus or bacteria or pathogen, the innate immune system is a part of your body that your body first encounters that virus or that pathogen. It's, a, it's your eyes, it's your nose, it's a mucosa in your back of your throat, you know. Um, it's the gut bacteria, it's your skin, um, all of the, you know, the ears, all these things are the first line of attack and that's called the innate immune system. It has things like um, NK cells, natural killer cells, you know, macrophages, which try to take it out. They're like the Marines. If that fails, then your body, according to the old model of the immune system, has a second arm, which is called the adaptive immune system. And the adaptive immune system is that part of your immune system, which is more like sharpshooters, which produce antibodies specific to that particular virus and try to take it out. Now, this model of the immune system is a very inaccurate model, but it's frankly still used today to push vaccines, which basically says, let's you know subvert the innate immune system and put something into your adaptive to generate antibodies. Um, my uh, analysis as a systems biologist, as a scientist, this is what I presented at the National Science Foundation. I said, this is a very rudimentary model of the immune system. The truth is you not just have the innate and the adaptive, but you have the interferon system, which is a very powerful system that is waiting for you to be infected by a virus. Your body actually wants to be infected by a virus. And when it is, your body produces not just antibodies, but it produces and turns on genes which protect you against thousands of other viruses, okay, called interferons, interferon alpha, gamma, beta, uh, you know, lambda, but there's a set of other chemical substances. And by the way, Fauci doesn't talk about this. 
the most MDs don't know about the interferon system, but it does exist and this is real science. And the interferon system is a missing link between these two systems. You also have another very important part of your immune system called all the gut bacteria in your gut throughout your body. We have 60 trillion of those bacteria called the microbiome. And then we have 380 trillion viruses that interact with that in ways which we still do not know exactly how. And all of the microbiome environment is connected to the neural system through the gut brain axis. But the bottom line is that what I'm sharing with you is that the immune system is a much more complex system. And that's why one size does not fit all. We need to take a systems approach. You need to have a relationship with your practitioner, whoever they are, so you can figure out what's right for you. That's what I shared that because of the complexity of the immune system, you have to take care of your gut, you have to take care of your innate, your adaptive, and you have to support all these systems. But gut health is connected to brain health, okay? You have inflammation going on your gut, you're gonna probably get neuroinflammation and probably vice versa, okay? And so this was a, a view of the immune system. Now, what you'll find out is that negative air ions, look at all the things they do. First of all, they increase immune system, not mass. Exactly, Aaron. We need to boost community, build immunity, I mean, build community, boost immunity, okay? Friends, go to the beaches, have fun. You get all that very positive effects versus wearing these stupid masks, which have, uh, as I've talked about um, in my videos, that there's first of all, no proof that the masks uh, uh, actually even have any effect. You know, it's like mosquitoes going through a chain link fence. In addition to that, right, if you get the healthcare workers masks in one or two hours, you're gonna get headaches. And it also interferes in the, in the right oxygen um, CO2 exchange. So it's, it's a mess. But what negative air ions do, they actually increase your antimicrobial defense. Remember, when you go out in the sun, you're gonna get more vitamin D3 separate from this, okay? But the negative air ions in that environment, in the beach, you're, the ocean's crashing, the tide, all that movement of energy is creating those negative air ions, which activate the natural killer cells, which are right here in the innate immune system, okay? So your body actually will activate those natural killer cells, which means your body is much more prepared for viruses and pathogens. So that's one of the most important things. Your body upregulates or activates those natural killer cells. This is one of the other most interesting things. Increase in salivary antibodies, IgAs, okay? And these are the, the, the bodies that affect, uh, you know, a number of these systems. And these are the things back in your salivary gland, in the mucosa. So again, you're boosting those, uh, these salivary antibodies, the IgAs, which really help, again, your immune system getting ready and prepared to fight. So think about if you've been in the winter time and you've been sitting inside your home all day um, and now you're getting ready to go out and meet people and interact with the environment, with pollen. Well, you need these IgAs, which are extremely important for supporting your immune system as new pathogens come. All right, extremely important. Again, that's brought to you by negative air ions from the beaches and the oceans. The next one is that these IgAs help you bring a strong, build a stronger mucosal barrier and defense. And what do I mean by mucosal barrier? It's in the lining of your gut. It's in the lining of the back of your throat. The mucosa is extremely important because in the mucosa are where all your amazing immune system cells are to help fight, uh, protect you. So negative air ions really boost those, um, boost that entire mucosal layer. And finally, 
what has been found is that negative air ions are really better at allergy mitigation. So think about it. You're, you've been in the winter, stuck in the uh, in, in home all day, and now the springtime comes and you haven't had a chance to really uh, you know, beef up your immune system. This is why during the wintertime, the D3 is good. The vitamin A is good, right? The zinc, because you want to keep the immune system boosted. And allergy, by the way, just to be clear, are a reaction of your immune system, typically an overreaction, okay? Histamine reaction, but it's a uh, it's your body reacting to these exogenous things because your immune system is actually weakened, okay? Or it never saw certain things and didn't have a chance to get tuned. So again, the way you stop that overreaction is by supporting and modulating the immune system which is what we're going to do, by the way, a series of these talks. I'm going to share with you many, many powerful substances like um, the EGCG in green tea helps modulate the immune system. But it's all about modulating the immune system. You want the immune system to attack when you want it, but you don't want it to go crazy. So what you can see here is that when you really look at these negative air ions, they really support the NK cells. They increase the salivary antibodies and they create the strong mucosal barrier and they're better allergy medication. So in conclusion, when you look at the oceans and beaches, you have high density of negative um, uh, ions near the ocean beaches and the negative air ions are immune boosters. First, strong antimicrobial activity, better allergy medication, strong mucosal barrier defense. And the negative air ions also provide cardiovascular benefits which support the immune system, right? Lower blood pressure, better circulation, improve heart health. And, you know, uh, if you're feeling down and depressed, instead of going to these antidepressants, which further lower your immune system, the ne negative air ions lower depression systems, they lower sad seasonal affective disorder, and it's much, much better for supporting cognition. So there you go. Um, so my view is uh, that the fact that these governors in, I think, Portland and, and California are doing more lockdowns, which means people can't get easily access to the beach and have to wear masks. I mean, right here in Cambridge, we see people out of Harvard driving around in 98 degree temperature on their bicycles or running with masks on. This is absolutely nonsense. You know, people have gone first of all, you're very naive people, what I call educated, vulnerable elites or idiots. And it's not based on real science. What I just shared with you was just the value of going to the beach, the value and, and separate from even and if you go to the beach with other friends and family, it's even more boosting the immune system. Now, if someone is sick, well, they should self-isolate themselves. If someone is immunocompromised, they should self-isolate themselves and start boosting up their immune system in protocols that I wrote to the president, but to tell all of us, to deny all of us access to the beaches, deny all of us to do that is actually gonna hurt our immune system. So anyway, uh, this is Dr. Shiva Adre. Again, let everyone know I'm running for United States Senate. I'm gonna be doing a series of these videos uh, over the next 49 days, choosing different topics like these. Tomorrow, I believe we're gonna cover turmeric in detail. Turmeric is a very powerful herb. We're going to go really into detail on it, how it really lowers inflammation on many levels, which supports the immune system. Jen, maybe we can take some questions. So let's see what we got. 
I hope this is valuable. I have a mass SS mark of the B666 next. Okay. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, someone's saying, uh, if I can't go to the beach, sit on the ground, soil, earth, grounding, meditate, sun gaze, best time, sunrise, 9 a.m., evening, 4 p.m. to sunset, breathe fresh air and practice deep breathing. Very good, Scott. Look, when you, so in the, in, in the Indian yogic system, they call it prana, P-R-A-N-A. You can look it up. Now, pranic energy. So when people go to the ocean, people say that you're actually getting a lot of prana, okay? But what Scott is saying is there are certain yogic practices. You know, um, uh, Scott is basically saying he sits on the ground, grounds himself, and there's certain breath work that you can do, which actually supports... Uh, the movement, because you're moving air, right? And remember, movement and uh, movement uh, or, or using energy, natural energy that exists in the world and learning how to move it through the breath is also a way that you can create negative ions. Uh, Anu Julapali saying, truth, freedom, and health. Shiva for Senate, you can make a difference and become a digital volunteer. Yeah, so what I want to let everyone know is you know, we have less than 50 days left in this election. We got to win. Remember, Massachusetts is the center of the deep state of the medical establishment. I mean, from here, I can see Harvard Medical School. We can see, you know, the so-called Mecca of medicine. Our winning here will send a shockwave to them because they do not want someone like me, someone who has all the engineering degrees from MIT, is trained in biological engineering, you know, being disloyal to them and speaking about what I'm sharing with you, real science about these method. So we got to win in Massachusetts. So those of you listening and you're, if you're outside of the country or outside of Massachusetts are saying, how can I help uh, Dr. Shiva's campaign? The way you can do that is one powerful ways. You can literally go to our website and I want people to take time to do this if you want to help um, is that we only have a few days left. We need a hundred more volunteers to help us make phone calls because we need to get people to come out to the polls which is on September 1st, but we need to remind them now. So if you go to our website and you click on this button called volunteer, it's really easy. And if you go here, you can fill out this form and you can just say, I would like to help make phone calls. Just click that and, and that's it. And then you'll get a call within less than 24 hours and we'll onboard you to make phone calls. By the way, all you need to do to make a phone call is your phone or your computer none of the chargers are built to you we have our own web-based app and that you don't have to dial a phone number is given you click on it a phone call is made and you can also leave you don't have to a voicemail has already been recorded a voicemail is left but we need people to call if you can't get through you click a button you can probably do about 100 calls in an hour one of our uh, the guy who's leading this dr Bainu, he's actually a gastroenterologist in between patients He's down in Texas, he does calling, okay? So we need people's help. It's a tangible way you can support the campaign. Obviously, if you wanna give donations, great, but this is something even more powerful because you can use wherever you are uh, you know, to help the campaign. We, we need 100 more volunteers. And you can, and by the way, when we say one hour of time does 100 phone calls a day, so we need you to make uh, calls over the next uh, you know, 30, 40 days. But you don't, you know, you can spend 10 minutes, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, but please help us. Thank you, Anu, for reminding me of that. Um, Dr. Shiva, could please explain 
what can be happening? It feels like an allergy reaction, raspy voice, no fever, just irritation. Um, look, when you get these kinds of things, your body is, is essentially signaling you that it is starting to have an immune reaction, okay? And that your body's immune system is weakening uh, it, uh, or it telling you that it needs, it's calling out for help from you. In my case, let me tell you what I do. If I ever feel a raspy voice or something like that coming, that's a signal that my immune system is weakened. Now remember what I said, that when you first get a pathogen coming into you, typically in the first 72 hours that hits what's called your innate immune system, your first line defense. If you're smart and you move quickly and you boost your immune system during that phase, you're gonna really alleviate a lot of sickness for yourself. If you don't hit it within those 72 hours, you're gonna go into a much more prolonged sickness. So, because you're supporting the innate immune system versus the interferon system gets turned on, then the adapt, I mean, it's a much longer cycle. I'm not saying um, it's gonna be horrible, but you can modulate that during that first time frame. So what I wanna let where we're asked that is, that's the signal. That's when you should really start getting rest. You know, I'll talk about the power of things like garlic, okay? There's certain nutrients, vitamin C, that right when you feel that you gotta hit it hard, you almost have to do like therapeutic dosage, not just a little bit of vitamin C, but a lot. And I'll talk about this. So those signals, listen, don't ignore them, particularly during that short period because the pathogen is coming in, it's interacting with your immune system. And basically your Marines are saying, help me. That's what that you know signal is. Um, thank you. Oh, thank you, Denise. You're welcome. Um, someone is saying, uh, I'm on garlic and vitamin C. That's great. Um, have you heard of intervenous garlic? No, I haven't. Um, I have not. Now, uh, one of the things I do uh, is right when I feel a cold coming out, I call it the garlic sandwich. I will take, a you know, in a frying pan, something called ghee, G-H-E-E, which is clarified butter, and you can get it organic. Put a little teaspoon of it in, you know, get it hot. Then I will take a whole bulb of garlic, as much as you can withstand, cut it into small pieces, lightly roast it in that until it gets brown. If you want to take like a sourdough bread, you know, very thin bread, put as much of that garlic and you can eat it right when you feel that. It has powerful, like the reason I roasted is because if raw garlic, some of you can handle it, but it, you have to be careful with your stomach lining. Uh, I just tried raw garlic on toast. It worked. Okay. Deborah Hill. Yeah. I mean, I lightly roast it so your body can digest it, but it still has it without losing the potency. Aloha from Hawaii. Hawaii. Great to have you. Um, I love ghee. Yeah. Ghee is clarified butter. If you're going to have butter, it's one of the nicest forms of it and it lasts and you can make it also. You can look at how to make ghee yourself. Jen, is there any other questions people have? Um, toasted it, clarified butter, ghee and garlic, lightly roasted. Exactly. Yeah. When you lightly, I mean, it's basically, it's basically you're having garlic toast, but a massive amount of it. And, but you got to hit it during that 72 hour time frame. That's the secret in it that I found at least for myself. Please tell me what herbal can I use for diabetes, nerve pains, neuropathy? We're gonna talk about that um, next week. Actually, it's on our schedule. So if you can just wait, we'll talk about talk about neuropathy 
and some of the things that can really help help with that. Um, what is the therapeutic amount of vitamin C? Look, if you in the letter that I wrote to pr the president, um, I was recommending about a hundred grams, quite a bit. Uh, but these are ICU dosages over a 24-hour period. So you basically do a certain amount of grams, five to ten grams, you know, uh, ten grams, fifteen grams every six hours, if you want to think about it that way, or 20 grams even. But that's a therapeutic dose. Now, what the re recently what they found out was, which was interesting, was whether you get it IV or take it into the powder form, it has a similar effect. So if you can't get IV, you can go in that direction. But you got to take a lot of it uh, when you're under massive stress. You know, you know, a normal dosage, you know, during, you know, you know, as a maintenance dose is around 1,000 to 1,500 milligrams if you're an adult. That's at least what I do for myself. Um, uh, someone said I'm on turmeric, 30,000. Okay. Um, yeah. So one of the things we'll talk about, I'm going to do a whole video on the immune system and curry powder. You see in India, no one just takes turmeric alone. Okay. It's become more of a Western thing. Typically turmeric is taken together with other spices with if you're, if a curry powder is turmeric, you may add some cardamom, some cloves, some black pepper. And the reason is that the synergy of those herbs actually increases the absorbability of each individual herb. So it's almost like um, uh, an ensemble, like I said, the orchestra. Um, so in the US, what's happened is because as people started recognizing turmeric as valuable, they started doing just turmeric, you know, and if you're going to do it in that form, it's it's good to get the whole root, um, you know, the whole herb. And typically some people mix it with a, a fatty, uh, you know, substance like ghee or another thing is milk. Uh, believe it or not, if you can get some organic milk at night, you heat it and the heating denatures a protein for some people who are allergic to milk. It actually, um, you know, people of my genetic background are, cannot drink straight milk, raw milk I'm fine with, but the pasteurized milk, but if you heat it, then you put in a teaspoon as the milk just starts to boil. You want to turn it off so it doesn't overflow. And you put in a teaspoon of turmeric and you mix it in. It's a very powerful way. Maybe if you want even a little pepper, it's a very powerful way for your body to absorb turmeric because what literally happens is turmeric essentially becomes like a nanoparticle. So um, again, a natural way for you to increase absorbability, but we'll talk about that more. Um, Someone says they are killing us. They are. <laughs> Look, um, these people do not want people to survive long. They want people to be dependent on drugs. Uh, the fact that they're telling people not to go to the beaches, the fact that they're telling people not to go hang out with family and friends, the fact that people are buying into this mask wearing all day, the fact that people don't understand a numerator and a denominator, meaning as a denominator increases more testing, you know, the overall fractional amount is going to go down, which is a fatality rate. It's unfortunate that we live in a world where the leadership of this country in the United States, probably in other countries, 60, 70 percent are lawyers. They don't solve problems. And that's what we're dealing with in Massachusetts. Three guys I'm running against are all lawyers, three dumb lawyers who survive on creating problems, don't know any math or science. That's why we have to win in Massachusetts because Massachusetts is the epicenter of the world of the medical establishment. We got to win here. 
Anyway, it's 11.48. Macadamia milk tastes like cow's milk. Hmm. I love macadamia nuts. I haven't had that. That'd be pretty tasty. Um, let's see. By the way, if you want me to cover anything over the next 50 days, please email me at vashiva at vashiva.com. We've, we've actually taken all your uh, uh, adv uh, advice and questions, and that's going to be the calendar of events that are going to be coming out. Oh, someone said, will you use Cytosol in essential oils? Great question. In fact, we have. Uh, there's a company that approached us called doTERRA, D-O-T-E-R-R-A, about a year ago, and they actually had us test one of their essential oil blends on something called glucose metabolism, and we found some very profound effects of the oil blend that they use, but essential oils have been used historically in many cultures. You know, you can, as a diffuser, you take them in nasally or, you know, in blends of oils that people use for massage, which also have very powerful effects. Um, we are gonna do one on cloves, you know, from an immune boosting standpoint. Yes, someone said this, we have to win in Massachusetts. Look, in closing, what I wanna let everyone know is this, we got it, as this person said, we have to win in Massachusetts. I believe not only people in Massachusetts, but the world and everyone deserves someone like me. And I say this with all humility, and that's the only reason I'm running is because I feel, I look around and I feel the victimization people are undergoing by frauds like Fauci, who's basically an MD, nice guy maybe, but he doesn't know anything about the system. They don't study the body as a system. Engineers study the body as a system. Plumbers study the body as a system. Most MDs do not know all the functions of the immune system and it's not their fault. They themselves are taken advantage of by a big pharma medical establishment. So we have to win. It's not me winning, but we have to win because I guarantee you our winning in Massachusetts will be like a nuclear bomb went off for the deep state throughout the world. They don't expect people like me to run. They don't expect people like me to tell the truth or people like us to have this conversation at 12 midnight and educate ourselves or have open discussion. They want us to live in our hovels, feel afraid, wear masks, social distance, accept lockdowns. We're not gonna do that. What we need to do is we need to start understanding science and demanding that they practice science. And that's why we need freedom, we need truth, and we need health. We need truth, freedom, and health. So in closing, um, I, I wanna uh, thank you. Uh, please send me any ideas you have at vashiva at vashiva.com. We have three more days and I need to recruit another 100 people to make phone calls. So please help us. And you can do it from anywhere you are. This is where the rubber meets the road, how you can be a part of, not just a part of history, but making history. Because every phone call you make is another voter we win. and. Every vote, one by one by one by one is how we win. They'll be spending money on TV and all that nonsense. We're going to go bottoms up and every one of you can be an agent of change. So please support the campaign wherever you are by your volunteering. Please donate whatever you can if you need. If you do, you'll get the book and you'll also get access to your body, your system. Anyway, thank you so much, everyone. Uh, be well, be the light and let's win this fight. We have to win. It's really, really important. Um, and we have 49 days left. We need all your help. So tomorrow I'm gonna to be talking about turmeric, the herb and how that affects inflammatory processes. And again, the goal is to arm you with science so you can look back at these videos 
and you can educate your friends and family. Thank you. Be well.